This CityWire podcast is sponsored by Scottish Mortgage Investment Trust. Scottish Mortgage invests in some of the world's most promising and exceptional companies, from healthcare breakthroughs to electric vehicles to a green energy revolution. Scottish Mortgage takes stakes in businesses shaping our future economy and society. Scottish Mortgage is considered the flagship trust of Edinburgh-based investment managers Bailey Gifford and is the UK's largest investment trust. As with any investment, please note capital is at risk. To find out more, please visit scottishmortgageit.com. Hello and welcome to The Advice Show. From financial advice to practice management, this podcast will give you UK and global insight into the financial planning profession. My name is James Fitzgerald, Senior Reporter at NMA, and today I'm joined by St. James's Place Director of Partner Engagement, Alex Lloyden. Alex, welcome. Thanks, James. Hi, good afternoon. Now, today we're going to have a chat about the massive elephant in the room at the moment, and that is inflation, um, as well as the rising cost of living, financial resilience and well-being, and how advisors can navigate these conversations with clients. Now, inflation... Um, Now, inflation, or peak inflation rather, is set to hit 7.25% in April, well above the Bank of England's forecast. Um, Now, on top of that too, energy bills are skyrocketing and the Treasury has put in place some interesting measures to try and combat that. So, Alex, just to kick things off, how concerned should advisors be about inflation? Well, I think it's certainly something that needs to be built in to clients' strategies um, right now, whether you've got clients who are already invested um, or you've got clients looking to invest. But it does depend on where clients are in terms of their wealth accumulation um, journey or, or indeed whether, whether they're retired. It also depends upon individual circumstances around level of wealth, um, and the needs that you need your wealth to meet in terms of sort of income requirements, um, whether that be in, in, in the short or, or, or longer term. Um, should advisors, I mean, how should advisors approach client concerns um, about inflation? I think was, 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 your, was your question, James. Mm. I think we always we always say to clients um, or, or investors, um, you know, don't invest in the markets unless you're taking a, a medium to long term approach. Um, and I think certainly even in periods of high inflation, um, I think playing the long game is still the right the right advice. Um, it is certainly you know don't make rash decisions, um, don't react. Um, to, 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 to increases in, in inflation or indeed to the environment that we find ourselves in at the moment. Um, and don't be frightened to invest. Um, and don't, don't be frightened to continue investing during periods of high inflation because the right strategy will see growth and help preserve the value of wealth. Um, you know, not all assets underperform in a, in a period of high inflation. I suppose what investment strategies are best for high inflation, and especially SJP? I mean, you talk about long term. Is there anything specific? Well, there's a number of strategies that help hedge against inflation or hedge against the impact of it. Um, several asset classes, you know, perform well in inflationary environments. Um, you know, tangible assets. So, for example, you know, real estate and commodities. Um, by commodities, I mean sort of gold and raw materials. I know you are specifically in relation to SJP, but I, you know, I'm sort of answering that a little bit more broadly. But, no, that's fine. Um, uh, you know, tangible assets um, 
will stand the test of time in terms of or stand the stand the sort of the test of of of, of, of an environment where we see high inflation real estate tends to be quite a popular asset class um, during these periods it's um, you know investors can benefit from increased rental income um, sector stock so being quite specific focusing on companies that can potentially pass on increased costs to consumers um, so you know being quite targeted in 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 in, in stock picking um, looking at consumer staples they, they tend to, to sort of um, be fairly inflation proof Inflation index bonds, where variable interest rates are tied to inflation, um, that's another another area. If you're getting sort of in the higher risk stakes, you know, in terms of sort of sophisticated investors, those that want to take higher risk might look at you know maybe specialised debt, leveraged loans. Um, that that tends to sort of see investors focus more on mortgage-backed securities. Um, but as I say, that is that is slightly higher risk. Um, Interestingly, though, uh, you know the one the one asset class that does seem to get often overlooked, um, and, and is something that that needs to be looked at during periods of high inflation is holding large cash deposits. Mm. Um, you know, if interest rates remain below inflation, then then actually holding large cash deposits might not be a sensible strategy, and it links back to my point around, you know, don't make any rash decisions. But if you've got clients who have got um, a high weighting to cash, it, it might be worth um, visiting or, or, or sort of revisiting portfolio construction or indeed looking at a, a, a more inflation-proof um, investment strategy for those sorts of clients. Yeah, perfect. In, in regards to, you know, without banging on about inflation too much, but is it something that, um, you know, SJP talks to their advisors about a lot, you know, how to, how to deal with clients that are concerned? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it, it's, it's absolutely built into um, into, into the advice process, um, and you know, particularly at, at times at times like this, um, you know, it's it's more. Well, I, I guess as both reactive, we, we encourage client, we encourage partners to be proactive, but but by the very nature of the environment we're in, there, you know, they're also reacting to sort of client concerns. Um, we, we absolutely sort of build inflation in, into the advice. Um, we build flexibility into our portfolios, which allows for diversification. Um, and so, you know, portfolios can be restructured or reconfigured um, depending on not just client, you know, client objectives, but that, that link directly to, to sort of inflation and, and interest rates um, and, and what's going on in terms of monetary policy. Um, you know, the one thing I, I would say is that... Um, you know, part and parcel of the advice process is is not just about you know reviewing investment strategy, but also r- reviewing client spending, um, mm. and and sometimes you know that that that's that's a fairly emotional, personal, can be quite a difficult conversation. Um, but if you know. You have to have it as part of the advice process. Um, Clients should be encouraged to understand and realise the the impact of their spending um, and the impact that inflation has on on their, I can't think of the word, on their um, disposable income. Well, I suppose that would vary too. I mean, excuse me. Especially with SJP being, you know, the advice giant that it is and the, the large company that it is. 
I suppose that would, those conversations vary too when you've got you know small net worth individuals and your you know high net worth individuals as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, you know that the higher net worth individuals tend to be slightly more inflation. Well, you, you could argue they're slightly more inflation proof, um, mm-hmm. largely because they they may have more assets that they can realise at times of of needing um, liquidity. Um, they probably have a greater wherewithal to reduce their spending, potentially. Um, and they they possibly may well be more diversified, and, mm. and as a result, may well be sort of better inflation proofed. As a result, are you still seeing concerns from those high net worth individuals? Um, we are, yes, um, and the, the, the sorts of conversations that are that are having happening in the high net worth space is is around you know should I be diversifying away from certain assets? Um, should I be restructuring my portfolio? And, and the conversations that we're, we're having with clients right now are that, again, it links back to this sort of playing the long game. You know, when we look at the triggers of what's um, creating this environment of high inflation, that the, the general sense is that they're, they're not going to be around for the long term. Mm. Um, you know, these are, these are sort of triggers that have, have happened as a result of us having been locked down for two years. Um, people's spending power has increased. We haven't been able to meet the demand of people coming out of a lockdown and, and having more disposable income to, to, to spend. And, and, and so the environment that has created this sort of high inflation is not one that many think is going to last. So mm. it, does, it does come back to this, you know, playing the long game, not reacting, not doing anything too rash. Um, and if you've got a well-diversified portfolio, then by the very nature of being well-diversified, you should be hedging against inflation. Well, so that's a very good point, too. I mean, 7.25 is a scary number. Um, it is. And, you know, everyone's freaking out a bit, <laughs> especially the Bank of England. Yeah. And, yeah, but when you do think about it in real terms, you know, it is due to peak in April, which is only, what, a month or two away. Um, and then kind of ease up as we go into you know, the latter half of the year and into next year as well. Um, so I suppose advisors, uh, especially SJP, are well trained to you know talk to their clients about that that it is actually a short term thing. Well, yes, I mean that that's the sense at the moment potentially. Yes, I mean some prices may well stay high. Um, you know, sort of once once um, once it does go down, but yeah, the, the reality is this this feels like an eighteen twenty four month is the sense. Um, that we're getting um, and that is absolutely no reason to start making sizable significant changes to um, to investment strategies Mm-mm. and uh, on to the next fun thing which is the uh, cost of living crisis yeah. um, you know energy bills uh, get, you know going to hit um, sorry increase rather but you know 600 quid um, which is quite a lot um, and again that's going to hit everyone over the um, the financial spectrum, whether you're low net worth or high net worth. Um, how are your advisors you're know, dealing with that? It, it's quite, I was going to say niche, but that's not the right word. It's, um, it, it's a very big hit in a very short amount of time. I mean, food prices are one thing, but you know, a 600 uh, pounds whack to your energy bill on the short term is uh, not ideal. No, it's, it's not. Um, and, you know, when, when, when we're advising clients to, to prepare for those sorts of, you know, price hikes, it, it, it does come down to, you know, a point around prioritisation. Um, I mean, 
you can take measures within your investment portfolio to to to, to change levels of income. Um, we're, we're not necessarily um, advocates of that in the first instance. I think this just comes mm. down to people simply reviewing what they spend and how. Um, you know, we've, we've, we've got this hike that we know is happening, um, but simple measures such as you know, buying more low-cost products and services, uh, reviewing mm. services that you're already paying for that you might not need, um, you know, discretionary spending, um, thinking about sort of you know what what is your monthly simply coming down to what is your monthly spend and what what are your needs and wants prioritizing where your where where your income is being spent. Would you call it good old fashioned financial advice? I mean, moving away from <laughs> well, investment and into you know budgeting and cost saving well, and that sort of you thing. Know, joking apart, James, it probably is. You know, mm. it does come down to sort of simple simple budgeting and and you know i'm not sure as a nation we're brilliant at it um and i don't you know i think it's you know we're not taught to properly budget in school um you know i, I certainly didn't get taught how to, to budget i certainly didn't get sort of structured financial education when i was at school and so you know is it is it it's fair to expect that we, we you know, we've, we've got generations of people who probably aren't very good at it. Um, mm. And, and yeah, I think, you know, how, how do we, how, how do you manage a, an increase in spend um, or an increase in, 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 in a fixed outgoing? You need to review what, what your, um, what, what your outgoings are and, and, and simply budget accordingly. You know, keeping on this cost of living theme, um, when the Chancellor's tax hikes come in over the next year or so, or over the next till twenty twenty four, the British public can have the you know the highest tax burden um, since Attlee's government in the fifties. Um, how, how big does tax come into the conversations between SJP advisors and clients, especially during this when you've got the triple whammy of inflation, energy crisis, tax hikes? It's 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 integral in a lot of conversations James so I don't I don't think you can you can't give financial advice and ignore um, tax planning and, and when, mm. I, when I sort of say tax planning I mean it in the most conservative of senses you know um, everybody has allowances exemptions and reliefs that they can utilize um, and that should definitely be factored into any form of, of financial plan um, and and, and actually, you know, need to be particularly in, in, in environments um, where the purchasing power of money is is, is going down. Um, it's it tends to be that the conversation around tax tends to 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 be more relevant in the higher net worth um, in the higher net worth conversations, mm-hmm. um, largely because inheritance tax starts kicking in. Yes. And, and that is that, that's a tax that you know understandably most people do want to consider ways to mitigate um, but as I say you know income tax capital gains tax if you're a business owner um, and you know that there are there are corporate reliefs available um, all of that needs factoring into um, into financial into a financial plan yeah perfect and um, I suppose just to, just to finish things off um, you know, the financial advice sector has been very, very resilient during, at the start of COVID and even now, moving from you know, COVID lockdowns, cost of living crisis, which we're coming into now. Not that COVID's not completely gone away, of course. 
Um, no. you know, how important is financial advice in these you know, turbulent times? I mean, it showed itself important. How do you think it's held up so far? Well, I think you know, f- financial advice is, 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 is hugely important, but I would say that why. Um, I think, you know, there's less in two and five. So, you know, sort of 30, only a 38% of people have a financial in place for financial plan in place for the future. Um, mm. And that's according to some, some research that St. James's Place did um, with the Centre of Economic and Business Research uh, at the end of last year. But we know, um, you know, it's well documented, it's well researched that... Um, mental physical well-being is directly linked to um, your financial well-being and what does financial well-being mean well it, it, it means you you believe and you actually have um, enough to, to 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 live the life you need to live um, and, 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 and and to afford what you know what what you need um, to, to survive look there's, I think it's it's the point around there being a direct link there's a direct link between physical and and mental well-being and your financial well-being and we know that if those those of us who have a financial plan in place and have taken financial advice and understand um, how we are going to fund not just our current but our future our future lives are our financially we, our well-being is far better you know um, we we we, um, we we are better off um, for, for, for having a financial plan in place this citywire podcast is sponsored by Scottish mortgage investment trust Scottish Mortgage invests in some of the world's most promising and exceptional companies, from healthcare breakthroughs to electric vehicles to a green energy revolution. Scottish Mortgage takes stakes in businesses, shaping our future economy and society. As with any investment, capital is at risk.